the best. I want to be the best. I want to win. That's why I play the game. To be the best, you have to win. And that's what drives me. Drives me. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Clutch Talk podcast slash YouTube slash We Do It All. And you see who we got here. Today we got we got my guy Junior in the building, man. Junior, how you doing? Yo, 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 doing good. Nah, man, happy, happy to have you. And we got a very, very, very special guest, man. We got my guy Faraz in the building, man. But I like to call him Frosty because he's so cold <laughs> on the court, man. So talk to me, Faraz. How you doing, man? How, we happy to have you on. Hey, man, I'm doing good, man. I'm blessed to be here, bro. Thank you for having me, my guy. It's all good, bro. It's all hey, good. Hey, we got to shout out this man's Beanie real quick. Beanie game on point, man. Hey, bro, That's I appreciate it, man. LA all the way, you know yeah, the deal. Laker Nation, man. <laughs> we just want everybody, our views are just going to drop now because everybody hits <laughs> <laughs> No, no, stick around, stick around. We promise it's a good pod. But yes, man. So, so yeah, guys, we got a real, real special episode and lined up for you guys today, man. We got the top five MVP candidates, man. And Ooh. let me say this, this list was tough to make y'all. This list was tough to make. Uh, like, like how Junior mentioned um, before we got on, like we know who's the top five, but even number number five could be, end up being number one by the end of the season, man. So this, this is going to be a crazy, this could be a crazy season, man. So without yes, no further sir. ado, y'all ready to, y'all ready to get into this? I'm ready, yes, sir. Okay, but so, but, but before we do get into this, I, I want to ask you guys some to you guys personally, like what makes an MVP? So yeah, uh, go, go ahead. We, we start start with you, Faraz, man. How you? How, what makes an MVP to you? Honestly, I feel like what makes an MVP is just honestly uh, just being the guy, man. Like you just gotta be the guy. You gotta be able to carry your team, show up every game, bro. Whether your body's hurting, whether you're just not in the mood. You just got to be in the game, man. You got to carry your team to victories. That's the main thing. You got to be putting up numbers, but victories are the number one thing. If your team is winning, that makes you an MVP for sure. Definitely. Junior, how, how you how you feel about the MVP? You agree I mean, with that? Yeah, he hit on all the points, man. Like that's it. You got to really be putting up the numbers and you got to be carrying your team to, you know, you got to be like top one or two at worst in your conference. You know, I think the, the only time in, I don't know if ever, but at least in a long, long time that, they didn't have a top two a top two team player win the uh, MVP was Russell Westbrook, and that's because he literally averaged a triple double that season. Like it's some historic had to happen, you know. So you got to be getting the results on the court and be putting up the individual numbers. That's that's what I think is going to make an MVP. You got to be having a breakthrough type of thing, you know, be just head and shoulders above the competition. Definitely, definitely. It's uh, I mean, you got you guys hit it perfectly on, on on the nail. The only thing I would add is just impact on the on on the team, like how how your team is when you're off the court versus when you're on the court. You know, I think yeah. I think that's huge. You know, if if your team if your team is severely worse when you're on the court, then you're a very impactful player. You know, it's the most valuable player. So uh, so I, but I you just, know I what just, though, real quick before we leave this, like it's interesting because I agree with that, but you know that's not how they do it, which is a little weird. Yeah, you see, like, remember when the Lakers had uh, LeBron's first year? LeBron was on the team. They were fourth in the West. They were looking good. LeBron goes out. They missed the playoffs, right? So theoretically, you see, they took LeBron out the team. The team was a lottery, was a lottery team, right? So that means that he's the most valuable player in the league. He's a very valuable player for the team. So, so it's kind of interesting, but they don't really look at it that way. Like, I almost think the award should be changed from most valuable player to just best player on the best team or one of the best teams. That's kind of how it gets looked at, by at least by the people who vote on it. 
Yeah, but but another thing that's true though is people love to hate on on the Lakers, LeBron. So anything that the Lakers or LeBron do, they won't give it to him. I got that. We'll, we'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, man. So I'm I'm I'm, I'm real excited to jump into this. Here, you guys, top five. So let's go ahead and start with number five, man. So I'm gonna go ahead and kick, I'm gonna go ahead and kick things kick things off with my number five, and I got I got the Slim Reaper, man. I got KD, Ooh. man. Number I got five. a K, and and that's crazy, right? Because number five, we're talking about KD. Uh, so check check this out. The reason why I have him number five is because. Right now, he's putting up 30, 30 points per game, seven rebounds, five assists, shooting 87% from the, from the free throw line, 52% from the field, a career-high 44% from three. But one thing that I want to highlight is how crazy this MVP race is. So KD's t- uh, MVP season, 2013-2014, he averaged 32 points, same amount of rebounds as he is right now, same amount of assists on the same free throw percentage, less on shooting uh 50% from the field and way less from the from the three shooting 39% from the three and now it's his MVP season and I, and we have him in number five y'all like that is mind-blowing to me <laughs> like that like like that's crazy and uh so I, I I definitely think MVP uh uh KD's having a great a great year and you know if we wanted to include narratives and talk about narratives this might be one of the greatest comebacks from an Achilles injury like he is still one of the most purest and unstoppable scores in the in the league coming back coming back from that injury uh the nets the nets right now are, are three and three without him he's 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 missed he's missed six games so i mean I, I guess you could say that he's very impactful or or or, or neutral but uh one thing that i did want to add in there is is i don't think that kd will get mvp which is why i have him top five because of because of james harden and Kyrie. because like them being on the team whatever each of them do can so easily get overlooked because Whatever you do, James Harden probably just did too, or Kyrie just did too the other night. So, so that, then that's why I, I have the uh, I have KD in the fifth spot, man. Who you guys got in the fifth spot? Talk to me, man. So for my fifth, it was tough too, but I actually had to go with not the slim guy, but the quiet guy, the fun guy, Mr. Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> okay. So, so it was really like like you said, man. It was real tough to narrow down this top five. Honestly, like whoever we got in the top five. I mean, at least in my top five. We'll see if John's not going to forget anybody. But, uh, at least in my top five, uh, I think any one of these people could win the, 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 the MVP title today. But splitting hairs, I went with Kawhi at five. 26 points a game, five assists, five rebounds, two steals, and a block. Out of the top five, he's got the best free throw percentage at 92%. He's shooting 51% from the field and 41% from three. All right? So it's like, how do you not win the MVP with these numbers? His team is – I mean – the West standings are changing like every day, like because then the Lakers win, then the Jazz win, and the Clippers win. So, but he's got his team at the top of the West, if not at number one and number two or three. It just depends when you're listening, to be honest. Um, yeah. But let's see if I have to just, I mean, again, being nitpicky, splitting hairs, right? Um, is he picks and chooses what games he plays, right? So it's a lot easier to give 110% effort when you're rested all the time, right? You don't have any fatigue because you played out of the last 10 games, you played seven of them. You know, so so I think that if again I have to come up with something negative to put him in fifth, right? Otherwise, he would be number one. So that's what I, I came up with. But again, just a very small nitpicky thing. Uh, but honestly, man, like the Clippers, they did not scare me as a Lakers fan last year. They did not. I was like, no, they're frauds. They're 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 not going to do anything last year, and I was right. They flunked out of the of the second round. Uh, this year, though, I got to start giving them attention. Like they have two players playing at an MVP level. 
Um, honestly, like when, when, in the offseason, I actually thought they were going to be worse this season than they were last year. So I was like, oh, this is even better, <laughs> right? But uh, they actually look better than they did last year. Uh, so it's, it's honestly like I'm not going to go as far as saying they're a better team than the Lakers because I 100% don't think they are. But that they're serious, 110%. They're a serious team this year, and we got to take them seriously. Uh, not just as Lakers fans, but we got to take them seriously as, you know, just NBA fans watching the league. Like, that's a team you can't just be messing around with. Like, they're serious. So, Kawhi and five, that's what I got. What about you for us? Hey, uh, you hit on the spot, man. At number five, I got the fun guy, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got the, the Matrix, man, the Kawhi Leonard, man. You know what you're getting out of him every night. Consistent, man. He'll give you 26, 5, and 5, as you said, and it'll be there every night. But I have to disagree with you on one thing. I know last year he did have a narrative of sending out a couple games and here and there, a lot of locker room issues. But I feel like this year he really stepped up. He heard all the noise, and he said, you know what, I'm going to be that guy. On a back-to-back, I'm going to play the back-to-back because, you know what, I'm going to need to be a leader on, uh, for my team. That's exactly what he did. And also another key aspect is Paul George, man. He's been a great running mate for Kawhi Leonard. I feel like that's why Clippers have been so scary, as you said. And this year, as a Lakers fan, Absolutely, I am scared of the Clippers because they're not they're scared, doing some not work. I'm not gonna lie. Hey, this team they they made some moves. Um, they were quiet moves for sure. Serge Ibaka was a great pickup for them, and I just feel like this team is a lot more catered to Kawhi Leonard, and this is the team that he likes to play with. You know, hardworking gets after on defensive end, and he's making his case for the MVP by having a nice little team that surrounds him. But it's ironic, man, because I, I genuinely, I know that most people are probably going to call me biased, but, like, I would rather have Montrezl Harrell than Ibaka. But mm-hmm. Lou Williams is actually playing much worse. So it's like the, the overall team actually fell, like, became worse. But just Kawhi and PG stepped up so much that it's, it's offsetting all those losses, especially PG. But, again, we'll have to see how he plays in the playoffs because regular season PG, yeah, we've seen this noise. We've seen the story a hundred times, right? What, two years ago? Absolutely. Wasn't he like, who's top three in MVP voting two years ago? Absolutely. It was when Giannis won and then Dame came second and PG came third. Or actually, PG might have even come second that year. It was great. But then what, what happens in the playoffs? You know what I mean? He, 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 he fell apart again. So we'll have to see if they could do it in the playoffs. That's when it matters. You know? Most definitely. Talking about doing it in the playoffs, you know, I was actually having having a conversation with a, a friend earlier, and I was like, I was talking about the MVP should be decided after the playoffs. Like, I don't know why it's decided after the season. Like, what you do in the playoffs should definitely matter. Like, Wait. we've seen what happened with, with with Giannis last season. Like, if you would have if you would have gave the MVP after the playoffs, there's no way LeBron wouldn't have got it. If he wouldn't have got it, we would have known that the NBA is officially rigged against yeah. LeBron and the Lakers. Which you kind of think, is, the, that's a different point. I think the only reason that they uh, have the MVP for regular season, I think it just takes away from the value of the finals MVP if they did the MVP after the season. Because they'd be like, oh, he's the best player in the finals. But in the basically, if you win finals MVP now, that means you're the best player in the league. Like you got all the way to the ship and you got you made it through the playoffs. You were the best player throughout the playoffs and you did your thing. But I agree. I think the MVP should definitely be after the season, man. Like holistic. Like you should include playoffs as well. Because unless you didn't include the bubble. Like it just was like, oh, you basically how you played until like what March. And it was like that's I, it. That's your MVP. I think I think if they still if they keep the MVP how it is, I feel like they should have a first and second team for the playoffs instead of just regular season. So regular yeah. season they should have a first, second, and third team for regular season, as well as for playoffs. Because people in playoffs 
that's where that's where stars are made. Let's be real. Jamar Murray had a great breakout season in the bubble, and so did Donovan Mitchell. And I feel like they should have had some sort of first team, second team recognition for playing so well in the playoffs. You feel me? Yeah, Definitely. no, I agree. And you know, Adam Silver is actually a stern listener of this podcast, so I'm sure he'll take. <laughs> Definitely. All right. So uh, since we're on the top of a Kawhi Leonard, let me just move on to my to my fourth player. Is that's where I got I got the fun guy, man. I, I got Kawhi. You guys, you guys both just hit hit it on the nail, man. Twenty six, five and five, a career high actually in, in assist assist this season. And he is and he is currently right now in the in the fifty forty ninety club, which is which is very very impressive. And one thing that one thing that I did want to point out is that you know last year something that that everyone knew that the Clippers lacked was a true playmaking guard, and Kawhi had really really took on that role this season, which is why he is averaging a, a career high in assists. And one thing that I, I got to give, I got to give some, some, uh, so, so, you know, my hat off to, to Kawhi is that he's doing that and he's actually averaging the least amount of turnovers and everyone in this entire list. And so I, I, I definitely got to pay my respects to Kawhi for that. And uh, if you, if you watch a Clippers game, you rarely, rarely see Kawhi play, uh, just play watching every single play. He's heavily involved, whether he, whether the play is going to him and he's getting the ball or that he's setting the down screen or, or, or whatever it is. Kawhi is just insanely, insanely involved in, um, in the Clippers offense, which is very, very important for him, for an MVP player. And like, like I mentioned earlier, like in impactfulness on your team, right? Kawhi Leonard is extremely impactful on, on, on the Clippers. On the off on the offensive end, he leads them in scoring, leads them in field goal percentage. On the defensive end, everybody knows how great of a defender Kawhi is. Every single year, uh, he's always guarding the, the other team's the other uh, team's best player. He's leading the Clippers right now in 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 steals. And this last game that 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 they just had against against the Nets, he put up thirty three five and five, and I'm not gonna say stopped, but contained KD to. A cool twenty-five, you know what I'm saying. And if you can contain KD to anything under thirty, you did you you did a good job. You did a good job. And right now the man is averaging thirty. So uh, so uh, the, the Kawhi definitely is, you know is, is stepping up and very impactful on that team. And the reason why I have Kawhi Leonard over Kevin Durant is solely because Kawhi Leonard's missed less games than Kevin Durant this season. And I I believe that Kawhi Leonard is more impactful to his team than Kevin Durant than Kevin Durant is to his team. That, I'm not saying. Kawhi Leonard's a better player than Kevin Durant, but if you take Kawhi out of that Clippers, uh, like they might be a like seven, eight seed. You take KD out that Nets team, they're still a top three seed, and and so so that's that that's why I would say that uh I have Kawhi Leonard over above Kevin Durant. But talk to me, how you got who, who do you guys have for number four? Number four, I got Kevin Durant. So that's uh talking as I say talking about players that came off a lot of rest. It's KD. So again. Got to choose a knock as to why I'm going to put him in, in fourth place. He didn't play a game for 552 days. Yeah, like he, that, that is the longest rest ever. I mean, yeah, he was recovering, but resting nonetheless. It's one and a half calendar years. Um, so I, you have to look at both sides. One side, he's coming off an injury. Other side, he rested for one and a half years. One and a half calendar years. That's insane. Right? So he had plenty of time to recover. Uh, let's remember here, LeBron missed the playoffs his first year in LA only because of injury. And he was actually injured during the regular season. No one cut him any slack. So the least we could do is be consistent here. Right. So we're not going to cut any slack for Kevin Durant. Okay. So that being said, he's balling out of his mind. 52, 552 days of rest or not 31.7 rebounds, six assists, 52 from the field and 44 from the three. He's making big shots. He's looking like vintage KD. 
Nets are second in the East right now. At the time of writing, they were second in the East. I don't know if they still are because things change. Uh, but he's the main reason they're there. He's their best player. Better than James Harden. Better than Kyrie, obviously. Um, what is a small knock on him? It's the same thing I have with Kawhi. He kind of is picking and choosing what games he plays and what games he rests, right? After coming off 552 days of rest, it's like, man, just play the games. You know what I mean? So, like, and remember, he could have played in the bubble, but he chose not to. So, you got to keep that in mind. He chose not to play in the bubble. And I'm thinking, like, man, just don't you want to go out there and hoop? Like, he, he had a serious shot at being, like, a, a, definitely a top 10 scorer if he's not already because he's just such a scoring machine, right? So, I, I have to also – one thing I also got to knock on him a little bit is a little bit of tax because he gets to play with Harden and Irvin. So, you could look at it in two ways, Right. Either it's incredible that he's putting up 31 points with two other ball-dominant players, or no wonder he's putting up 31 points when he's got this sort of offensive firepower to play with, right? Like, you got somebody double hardened, somebody's going to be free, and double Kyrie, somebody's going to be free, right? Um, so I try to look at it both sides. But no matter how you cut it, KD's having an MVP-level season, and that's no doubt. Like you said, uh, like you said, John, I mean, he's, he's, the value he brings to his team is crazy. He, he, he's the biggest reason the Nets are where they are, and he's the biggest reason they're the, th- they're the threat that they are. They're, he's putting up numbers equal to or better than what he did in his MVP season. So for that, he's a very, very valuable candidate to the MVP, and he's, he's stepped up big time. Every time he's played, he's stepped up big time. Like, I don't think I've seen him have a bad game this season. So it's like, got to take everything into account. Crazy to have him at four. He probably could be number one, but I got to roll with him at four just because – it only gets better from here at the list. So that's why I got it. Hey, man, you hit it right out the park, man. You took the words right out of my mouth. We got another? Got... We got the same one again? Katie yes, at number sir. four. The only reason I put him at number four instead of number five is strictly because of narrative. Um, I think his narrative is a little bit better than Kwai's at this point. You know, coming off a season-ending Achilles injury, maybe even career-ending, you know, you may never know. But it was a very serious injury. He's coming back. And as you say, he's putting up his, I think, equal to his MVP season, if not better, which is absolutely ridiculous. But you did hit it on the spot where you said he had almost a year and a half of rest. So obviously he's had a lot of time to get back into work. But it's still rare to see guys just come back and look like they have even missed a step, man. man. Like, man. He's smooth, man. Like he's hitting the shots that I honestly haven't even seen him hit before, man. Like it's crazy. And honestly – I think Kevin Durant's a very underrated defender. He's averaging yeah. a block and a half this season, and he's usually guarding the best player on their team because, let's be real, the net that's probably their best defender. That's the yeah. Nets' best defender. And there's a big drop-off after that. Huge drop-off yeah. after that. I, I, I think that's going to be their Achilles heel. This, yeah. As ironic as it is, I think that's going to be their Achilles heel this season. I think <laughs> the defense will be the death of them, if I'm being honest. But yeah. KD at number four for sure, strictly because of narrative. And his numbers are amazing, man. He's yes, sir. just so smooth out there. Yes, sir. Definitely. Oh, that's Definitely. It. All right. All right. So now so now, now we get into to shaky territory, y'all. We get into the top three, man. <laughs> so I'm, I'm I'm excited to get into this, man. So let me, let me kick off my number three. I, I got to go with the Serbian. I got to go Nikola Jokic, man. Number, number three, bro. Number three. Because number two and one are ridiculous. But, but, 
let, let me let me talk to you why, man. So Jokic right now is having a career high year. Career high in points per game with 26 points per game. Career high in assists with nine assists per game. Career high in steals with two assists per, uh, with two steals per game. Career high in rebounds with 11 rebounds per game and four offensive rebounds per game. That is, the amount of extra possessions that is per game is ridiculous. 83 83% from the uh, from the free throw line, 57% from the from the field. 38% from deep. But let but but let me tell you the, the the stat that I read that is just insanely mind-boggling, y'all. So when Jokic is on the court, the Nuggets have the number one offense. When he's off the court, they have the number 30 offense. So they that that's drop impact. off is literally from one to the, the entire league. That's the entire yeah. man high yeah. Because yeah. two and because of two and one. That's <laughs> But so that so that right there is the definition of impact, y'all. He is single-handedly right now, single-handedly carrying the Nuggets to to to, to the fifth seed right now. Uh, yeah, um, Jamal Murray is not really playing up to what, like what he did in the bubble. Uh, other players just kind of refuse to shoot the ball. To be honest, it looks like Jokic is really having to, having to do it all in the in the month of uh, December and January. Jokic was top five in every category: first in PER, second in points third in assists, third in steals, fourth in rebounds. Just the man was just doing it all. And another player, just like Kawhi Leonard, you never get, you never catch Jokic play watching, man. Jokic is involved in literally every single play that you, the, the Nuggets run, whether he's bringing the ball up court, whether the, whether the ball is going to, to the post and he's, and he's throwing a uh, back cut out of the post, whatever he's doing, man, Jokic is involved. That's again, a very important part of being, of being the MVP. It's insanely smart. I know you guys watched that, that, that Lakers Nuggets game last night. This some of the passes he makes just like even watching tv you don't you didn't even see that player there you know what i'm saying so yeah yoga is a very smart player knows uh knows when to pa- uh, pass out the post and the reason why i do have Jokic over Kawhi leonard is because right now Jokic is literally having a karate uh, career high in every <laughs> in every single category like there's not one category that Jokic isn't putting up a career high end. So that's just like, man, that's, that's mind boggling. And that impact, y'all, like I can't get over that number one offense to number 30 offense. Like that's crazy. But that's why I got Jokic my number three, but junior, you, you definitely don't feel that. So talk to me. Why you, why you don't feel like that? I don't, man. I got somebody who is, is also an international player, but it's not Nikola Jokic. I got to go with Joel Embiid at number three. I got to go with Joel Embiid at number three because I, look, and it's not a knock on Joel, man. It's not. Oh a my knock god! On it's not a knock on Joel, but the other two are just so insane. <laughs> oh my god! It's not a knock on oh, Joel. Oh man! All right, oh, I'm gonna man. have to go. I'm gonna. Have, I don't know. I don't know if your reaction is he's not even in the top five, or he should be high. <laughs> no. I'm a little worried. I'm a little worried. So, so, but I'm gonna tell you why I got him in number three. All right, so. Another player who less than the first two, but kind of also is picking and choosing what games he plays. And it's kind of pissing me off because he's balling and I want to see him play every, every time he can get at the opportunity to play. But he's been having a monstrous season. 28 points, 11 rebounds, three assists, a steal and a block, and 40% from three for a big man. Oh, my God. Three. Steph Curry shoots 41% from three this season. Joel Embiid is shooting 40 He's shooting 54% from the field, all right? He's got his team atop the Eastern Conference where most people didn't think they would be there because, like, when you think Eastern Conference, you think Nets, you think Bucks, then maybe you think Philly, right? But right now it's Philly, right? 
he 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 and even though it it took a Tobias Harris buzzer beater to, to beat the Lakers, they did hand the Lakers their first road loss. So that was impressive. All in all, a very impressive season from Embiid. But one stat that actually blew me away, and this was a little bit of a knock on him. Again, remember, I'm being nitpicky. So if I was nitpicky with Kawhi at fifth, I have to be really nitpicky with 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 Embiid in third. So like this is a very minor thing, but it actually blew me away. He gets to the free throw line eleven times. Leads eleven the league. times. That's that's actually like it. That's insane. He's knocking out eighty four percent of those, which means that virtually ten points a game is guaranteed based on how many calls he gets. Now I don't watch every Sixers game, so I cannot tell you if he's earning those calls or if he's getting the superstar treatment. Right? He works in the post. He's a big man, so I would imagine that he's probably earning those calls because he's got to do dirty work in the post. But 11 times to the free throw, that's all, like I said, almost 10 points a game guaranteed just by stepping on the court. And that's almost two times as much as the other star players who are putting up similar numbers, but with less opportunities to go to the free throw line. And another person that not going to be a big surprise, but another big gets to the free throw line way less than he does and is putting up just as many points. Uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll get to that, but Embiid, incredible season, it, uh, dark way. If you would have told me Embiid would have been in my top five for MVP last season, I wouldn't have, I would not have been like, no way. So he's just boom, he's exploded. Uh, he's always been good, but he's just exploded this season. Um, so he's been great, but just not enough to be higher than three on my list. Cause y'all got to see the rest of my list. Y'all got to see the rest of my list before you start knocking it. See the rest of it. <laughs> But but I want to know who you got a three for us because I know you also had a reaction when I said a beat. So let, let me let me hear. At number three, I got my favorite center in the whole NBA, man. Nikola Jokic, man. Woo! There we go. I, there we go. Ah, I love Jokic's game, man. He is the definition of a European player where this man, I think my most favorite quote from him was, he's all like, scoring makes one person happy. Passing makes two people happy, bro. I love <laughs> Jokic, man. This man will look for anyone and everyone before he scores. But the reason I have him at number three and not a little higher on my list is specifically because of his team's record right now. He's definitely done a great job leading this team. As John said, he went off – when he goes off the court, he's third, they're 30 in the league on offense, man. offense, yeah. Sheesh, man. That's ridiculous. But unfortunately, they're still fourth in the West right now. I'm not sure if they dropped a little bit after uh, last night's loss against the Lakers. But um, for him to be a little higher up in there, I would expect him to be at least top two. Um, but that's why I have him at three right now. But he is my favorite player, so I was trying to push him up a little higher, but I can't. I can't. I can't just yet. Not yet. I feel you. Man. <laughs> I, I feel you exactly, man. So let's get let, let, let's get into this top two, man. This 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 where the fans is here for. They're here to listen. So let me go ahead and kick off my my number two, man. So I got Joel Embiid. Uh, Junior J- Junior mentioned a lot of it, man. Like twenty eight points per game, twelve rebounds, three assists. 1.3 steals, 1.4 blocks. One thing that I do want to add is, Junior, like, we talk about this all the time on, like, off-camera, how many shots he alters. Like, and th- there isn't a stat that 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 they that they have for this, but he bothers so many shooters just by being that big guy who just walls off, puts his uh, uh, puts his hands up. Like how Junior mentioned, 11 free throws per game, leading the league, leading the league in um, uh, free throw attempts, 55% from the field. And a number that I want to bring up is ridiculous is when he's in the paint, he's shooting 80% when he just gets in the paint with the ball. That's ridiculous. In the month of, in the month of January, look, check this out. 
45 and 16 against the Heat, 42 and 10 against the Celtics, again against the Celtics, 38 and 11, uh, 33 and 14 against the Pistons, 28 against the Lakers, 37 and 11 against the Wolves. Just a double double machine, like a machine, like guaranteed, guaranteed. Ooh, y'all. I gotta go, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> guaranteed. And uh, uh, when when Jokic is, uh, I'm mean, not Jokic, when Joel Embiid is on the court, they're they're the number two ranked defense. When he's off the court, they're a number 10 ranked defense. Right now, uh, well, at the time of writing, they had the best league record, but the Jazz passed them up. Uh, so they have the, the second best league, the second best league record, the first in the first in the East. And we want to talk about impact. The Sixers are 0-5 when Joel Embiid doesn't play. He's right at the time of writing, he had missed five games and they're all in five. Then we haven't won one game without Joel uh, on the court. And the, another player that like when you watch Joel Embiid, he you never catch him uh, never catch him play watching every single play he is so involved he's what he's at whether setting an on ball screen a down screen whatever he's doing right now he leads the league in post points he leads the league in in paint touches so that proves that wherever he wants to move he's going to get there nobody is can can do nothing about it he draws so many mismatches because he's too big and too fast can shoot and and uh, you know i I don't i don't want to get too ahead of myself here because i know we got to uh, faithful Laker fans here, but he's looking like a mini AD out there. I'm not gonna lie to you, like a solid AD. He's taller than AD, <laughs> but but, but, but he's taller he, version. But he's not better than AD. He's the, yeah. he's the OG AD. Hey, but this season that. though, this season, uh, my boy AD needs <laughs> oh, some work. <laughs> but but bro, so I, I I he I got him looking like a little like. Uh, many taller version of AD because he out there taking <laughs> step backs, out there taking it to the hoop, and and uh, like how like how Junior mentioned, like he he, uh, he doesn't know if he if he's getting a lot of superstar calls. Junior, I'll tell you, he, I mean he's getting some superstar superstar calls, but he's really getting some real calls. He's just getting to the line, he's just getting to the post, putting his body in there. He has great feet work, man. Great feet work gets in there, gets un- hooks a player's arm, gets in there. And uh, and the reason why I have him to answer your question, Junior, because I know you, I know you probably itching to know why I got him over Jokic, is because I need Sixers, to know. Is because the Sixers are actually winning. Like mm-hmm. the Sixers are actually winning. The Sixers are first place in the East at, at, at sixteen at sixteen and seven, and the Nuggets are fifth in the West at twelve and nine. And and I I, I had to bring up the the records because I know your I knew your your argument was probably going to be like, but that's the West and the East, but. The fit, but That's twelve and east, <laughs> but, but 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 twelve and nine. Uh, I, I yeah, I even got this right now, right here, because I knew you would say that. But 12, 12 and nine in the Eastern Conference is for is the fourth seed, and 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 the Sixers are sixteen and seven in, in the first in the first seed in the East, man. So that is exactly why I had to go with Joel Embiid, man. He's just he's having a monstrous year, dude. Like one of one of my favorite players to watch right now, honestly. But uh, go go ahead, y'all talk to me. MB's been nice. MB's been nice, but I, I will say this. I think Nicole Jokic would benefit a lot from having most games against Eastern opponents. Like, that's just one thing I'm going to say. And this was – so I'm going to tell you who I got in second. This was actually – so the top five was tough to pick, all right? But in the history of Clutch Talk, I have never had a more split decision than picking between number one and number two in this list. I am not kidding. I went – Number really? more than more, more than more than the Raptors and the Hawks. Remember when we were doing the the Eastern playoff seating? I was like Raptors, yeah. Hawks, Raptor, Hawks. This is actually crazy because I went back and forth. So I was I was I put this guy in first initially when I did this. I put this guy that's currently in second. I put him in first. Then I switched him. Then I put him back. Then I switched him again. <laughs> it's been going crazy. It's been going crazy. But oh, number two, I had to go with Nikola Jokic. 
Okay. Hey, go if, if, you, if, you, if you went, if you went with Go James, if you, if you went, I know, but listen, I would have kicked no, you. I would have just kicked you from the chat. No, go ahead. No, I, I, I get you. I agree. I agree. I got to go with Go James. No surprise anymore. Who's my number one? But, but it was close, man. Like, I went with Jokic first. Let me tell you about this man, Nikola Jokic. So, first, I remember when we did the best, uh, we, the best players on 25. I know you remember that. Episode, <laughs> right? So, for us, just, just a quick little history here. We did, we did top 25, and John didn't think uh, Jokic was under 20, was one of the best players on 25. No, so, no, 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 no. Let me tell, let me tell let you me what happened. Let, 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 let me clear the record for, for the fans. Let me clear the record. So, we did an episode that was, that, that was top 10 under 25, right? And I don't, I don't even know what happened. Like as I was making my list, I was just making all these players, and I forgot, I just forgot Jokic. Jokic just totally slipped my mind. Oh, but and then, and then, and then, and then they, they had called me out on. It. They were like, "You don't have Jokic," and then I, you know, I had to play on it. So I was like, what? "I don't got Jokic." I, I was, like, "I don't got Jokic." He, he just got exposed by Dwight Howard last season. But no, nah, dog. I, I, I got. You had to just back. take the L last episode. You had to just take the L and keep going. Hey, to the he, 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 he had to. He had to rock with it, man. He already. I know. Messed up. He had to go. He had to, take it to, I had to keep going. So now nah, Jokic is weak. No. All right, but 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 anyway, when we're doing that episode, we went career wise, right? And I and I obviously Luca was the number one player career wise. Uh, but then I actually said this. I said if we would have based off the season alone, I would have Jokic first. And I remember I got some weird looks when I said that. But but I stand by that, and that's why I got Jokic as my number two. But he could arguably be number one. It's crazy. It's splitting hairs, right? So it was tough picking. It was tough picking just one. But like I said, anyone in this list can win it. But I think when you look at it holistically, Jokic is one of the most valuable players in this league. Like, he's number two, number one, like super, super, super close. I want to present our points for number one when we get there. But let's look at Jokic, okay? So he had a very short offseason because he got to the conference finals, right? You just literally just the Lakers and the net, the heat had a longer off season. Aside from that, Jokic had a very short off season. Okay. He's played every single game for the Nuggets, which is a standout for me. Remember my knocks on Embiid, Kawhi and KD were that they were picking and choosing what games they were playing. Right. And the best type of ability is availability. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So he's there, he's playing. But if that didn't stand out enough that he's played every game, he's averaging 27 points, 12 rebounds, nine assists with two steals and a block a game, right? So he's almost averaging a triple-double. But he's actually, listen to this, he's actually gotten a double-double every single game this season. There has been a game this season that he has gotten a double-double. That is insane. So that's why I said when John said, oh, he's a double-double machine, we talk about a beat. I said, let me tell you about a double-double machine. <laughs> actually hasn't had a game where he has gotten at least a double-double, right? And, and like I, I, when I talked about Embiid's point about how he goes to the free throw line 11.3 times a game, right? I said, there's another notable big who gets to the free throw line half the time that, that he does. And that's Jokic. He gets to the line 5.8 times per game, 5.8 free throws times per game. Right? So that's half of that. And, and he still sinks about 84%, just like Jokic. But he's at, and, and he's at 27 points a game, whereas Jokic is at 28, right? So he's averaging like one, one and it's, if you want to look at the decimals, it's one and a half less points a game with half of the free throw attempts. So it means he's getting more done in the field, right? 38% from three. Remember, Embiid's 40% was insane. 38%, 38% is crazy for a big man too. 57% of the field, which is great for any man, big man, small man, anybody, right? He's got the Nuggets fourth in the West, but they've had a couple of games postponed. You see the records? They've actually played less games. So he hasn't gotten to play as many games just yet. So we're going to see how they're going to shape up at the end of the season. 
And while Murray is nice, he's not an MVP level player. So Jokic is doing this without another MVP co-star, right? KD's got an MVP co-star. Paul George's got an MVP co-star. LeBron's got an MVP co-star. Embiid doesn't have an MVP no. co-star. But, 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 no, but, they, but they got a solid team. Simmons, Harris, Seth Curry. Like, they got a solid Like, if you're just looking at rosters, you take out Embiid, you take out Jokic, Philadelphia's got a better roster. So Jokic is doing work. I don't know. I don't know. I think they're more they're more they're more rounded out. Like I get it. Like you looking at you look you got Embiid and Simmons, Jokic and Murray. But then okay, the next player is probably gonna be Michael Porter Jr. And I don't think anybody in Philadelphia is gonna Michael Porter Jr. But Tobias Harris is nice, Seth Gary is nice. So I think like it's close, but I would give the edge to Philadelphia. So I think Jokic is doing he's doing it with a lesser team. Okay. Okay. And, so and again, tell, go ahead. Question for you: If you, if we, if uh, Jokic and Embiid's already been picked up, your 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 next two choices are you're you're about to you about to go play. Your next two choices are Jamal Murray and Ben Simmons. Who are you taking? Depends how my team's looking though. So just just I'm just asking. Like, if like, we're who, just playing, we're just talking about like yeah. pick up basketball. Pick up. You, Jamal, need, you need buckets. Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray. But if I can surround them with shooters, I I'd, I'd like to I'd like to have a six ten point guard. Who is a fantastic defender, who leads the league in steals, and who who is a block presence and who's a great facilitator, right? We're forgetting that Simmons is averaging a double double. He's not putting up as many points as, as as Jamal Murray, but he's averaging a double double. So if I can surround him with shooters, ergo Seth Curry, he's got Danny Green when he decides to shoot, right? If you can put <laughs> shooters around him, then you got a good team. So I think Philadelphia is a better team than 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 than. If you run a half court set offense, Joel Embiid is useless. He's not can't do anything. I, I mean, sorry, okay. not Joel Embiid. Sorry, not, not Joel Embiid. Ben Simmons. I'm, my fault. I got them messed up. Yeah. If you run a half court set, if you run a if you run a half court set offense, Ben Simmons, he can't shoot. So you so you you just you just you just come down. You give him that. You like how LeBron guards him. You just come down to the post and you double up the other big man, and then and then. You, like what's he gonna do? You know what I'm saying? And and that, I get it. I, I know he's got his limitations, but I I, I but but you remember this is what I said last time when I talked about Ben Simmons too. What he what he lacks on offense, like look, look, shooting is the only aspect. He's good at driving, he's good at facilitating, right? He's great at defense. So he, he does make up for that on defense, right? I get it, it's a shooter's league and you really gotta shoot to you know to be good. I get it, but you, when you have other facets of your game to be able to make up for that, and I think that's what he has in his defense. So, so I get it. There's definitely, it's definitely a liability having Ben Simmons out at certain times. I agree with it hundred percent, but back to kind of looking at Jokic and Embiid, I think Jokic is having a more impressive season than Embiid. Uh, it's close because I almost had him number one. I had him number one initially, but, 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 but we're, well, well, we're going to get to number one. And, and I was running the list. I was like, nah, 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 this man's got to I be think, it. I think we all have the same number one. If I, I think I, hope I, we all have the same number one. <laughs> I think we do. So, so let me hear your number two for, for us. Let me um, I got to rock with Joel Embiid, man. Um, I know you bring up some good points, but just looking at Joel Embiid and Nikola Jokic, man, like I say, I, I can't, I can't fault Embiid for, the GM putting a better team around Embiid, you know? They know Embiid's their guy, and they put pieces around him to make sure they can maximize all his skill sets. And that's exactly what he's shown this season. They got a new GM. They got a new coach. And I love what Doc has done with the team. I love what Daryl Morey has done with the team, man. Bringing the shooters, knowing Ben Simmons can't shoot, bringing 
Steph Curry, man, great pickup. And he spaced out the floor for Embiid, and now Embiid could go to work. And let me tell you all something, man. The past 10 games, my boy Embiid is averaging 36, 10, and a block and a steal a game. On, on, 50, on 59% field goal percentage and 47 from three point, man. That's the last 10 games. And that's, that's just the past 10 games. This man, this man, Jokic, has been playing well. But this man, Embiid, has been dominating this season. Absolutely. Dominating. Absolutely just dominating, man. I just love everything that the 76ers have been doing with their team, man. I love how Tobias has stepped up to a play, been a key role. Ben Simmons, he was a little wary last season, but he found his role. He found his niche, man. And I'm, I, I really like the 76ers team. I, I honestly have been going to the finals this year. I'm just going to put it out there. <laughs> oh, cool. look out. Okay. I, I, I'm, putting, I'm putting out that okay. Okay. Hey, hey, I'm 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 gonna go ahead and clip that right there. I'm gonna save that clip, and we're we gonna see what's gonna happen in the finals. All right, man. Gonna... Same list, but you guys can clip that right here. You guys heard it here first. 76ers is gonna be an NBA finals this year. Woo. All right, hey, 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 Junior Faraj just put it on wax over here in the Clutch Talk put Studios. <laughs> he just put it on wax, man. He got he got the 76ers going to the finals, man. I like that. I mean. I don't, you know, I don't really disagree with you too much because, I mean, if you if you play the the Nets, so I mean, are do you think the Nets are going to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals? I think that, as I said, man, their defense. I just need to see something from the defense. I honest, like the Toronto Raptors are, I think, tenth in the East, but uh-huh. Toronto's always been a great defensive team, and they were able to limit the Nets and beat them today, actually. And I just feel like if the Nets don't get their defense together and they don't get that big man, man, it's gonna be probably for them in the playoffs. D- definitely, yeah. I, I was I was about to say because if the Nets play Joel Joel and beating the Sixers, psh, Joel and <laughs> might go for a hundred <laughs> each game. He might he might go for a hundred. <laughs> the Seventy Sixers are bigger too. You got Ben Simmons at point at six ten. Who's guarding him? Kyrie. That, James yeah, Kyrie. that's what I'm saying. You got Tobias Harris at the two slash three. Like they're too big. You can't guard him, man. Man, man, and they got I, that all defensive team with James Harden and Kyrie Irving. It's like, <laughs> for, for us, I, I also like that point you bring up uh, about uh, about bringing Doc Rivers onto the 76ers. I think that 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 unlocked a piece in Joel Embiid in that whole 76ers team. That's just like uh, that. That's just ridiculous. You know, I was listening to this podcast yesterday, and um, and Matt Barnes was talking about. He he said that. Doc Rivers makes you feel like you could run through a wall. Like he just has you believe you could run through a wall and just do everything. You know what I'm saying? I think that, and it really shows that maybe Brett Brown was what, what was what's holding back the 76ers all these all these other years, man. So I, I, I def- personally think so. Like Doc Rivers unlocked the key to Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris was, man. I think he was making like 140 last year, 140 million. He was on a five year contract. He was averaging like nine points a game. This year he's averaging around 15. Man, he's. It's been great for the team. Hit obviously a clutch shot against my Lakers, man. It's tough to see, but <laughs> he's been playing well, man. I love Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris is De- nice. He's Definitely. good, man. All right. Tobias, all right. Harris, Tobias Harris for All-Star, by the way. He needs to make the All-Star team this year for sure. Right. <laughs> we'll, we'll go ahead and put that vote in. <laughs> all right. So, so all right, man. So, for number one, the one everybody been wanting to hear, man, I, I think we all got the same number one. So I'm gonna go ahead and just keep, say my number one. I got Goat James, man. <laughs> the, the 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 goat, man. Like the goat of all time, y'all. I got I got twenty. The man's averaging twenty four points per game. Uh, eight eight rebounds, eight assists, 
four, one steal, 49% from the field, 70% from the free throw line, a career high from the three at 41%, taking seven threes per game, which is the most he's ever taken. Uh, uh, the Lakers have the number one ranked defense. Again, I know that I know that has a lot to do that has a lot to do with AD, but what most people don't really realize is that players who LeBron guard right now, they're shooting an average of 30% from the field. And we want to talk about impact. LeBron is the most impactful player on that Lakers team. The Lakers absolutely need LeBron for both for her both offense and defense, especially offense. Like LeBron pushes the ball up court, man. He 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 pushes up the tempo. He hits he hits the shooters. He initiates the half court offense. And on defense, how many times have we seen LeBron cut t- t- step up and take whoever and guard whoever's the the players are hitting last season in the playoffs number one dame was just going off and in the fourth quarter lebron came shut all that down sat in that so lebron uh, lebron often you know steps up on uh, steps up on on defense and i mean if if we want to talk about the, the equation right like let's look at this mvp as if it was like a math problem what is it the best player plus best team equals mvp i i know the lakers aren't the first right now in the in the in the west but i wouldn't gladly still and very confidently say that Lakers are still the best team in the entire league. And Absolutely. LeBron is definitely the best player on the Lakers. So, Absolutely. I mean, the, you could, you could make an argument for AD. I don't know about right now, but definitely um, not right now. <laughs> definitely not right now, man. But so, and AD's so, my guy and it hurts to say that, but man, his exactly. last few games has just been a little off. Mm-hmm. So, so we're talking about best player plus best team equals MVP. That has to equal MVP, man. And another point I want, I want to, I want to bring up, if we're going to talk about narratives, man, we're talking about a 36 year old y'all who just came off the shortest off season ever yet to miss a game. Like what y'all like, this is ridiculous. And, and another narrative, the man should have won MVP last season. The man should have won the MVP the season before that. The man should have won the MC season before that. He, like four years back, he should have won it, y'all. And, and and another thing I want to bring up is, you know, that 46-point game against the Cavs. I know a lot of people keep, keep keep talking about that. But one thing that I saw when I was really watching that game is LeBron controls controls the game. Like whenever he wants to do whatever he wants at whatever time, he'll turn it up. We saw we saw what happened in that fourth quarter. He went for like 16 points in the fourth quarter, like some ridiculous. So like that, that that just shows that LeBron has full control of the game. Like if you if if LeBron's getting clamped up, uh, I, I seen this Gilbert Arenas talking about on his podcast. He said that if you're if LeBron's not playing well, it's because he's fooling you into not playing well. It's just because he's getting his 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 teammates involved. It's it's not that he's actually not nobody's actually gonna clamp LeBron up. So man, I I, I had to go with Goat James at number one. And the reason over, I got him over Joel Embiid is because we have never seen this greatness for this long amount of time, man. So y'all go ahead and talk to me why y'all got LeBron. Man, year 18, age 36, still the best basketball player on the face of planet Earth. Like, that's gracious. crazy. Man. That's just incredible. Like, I'm honestly so happy this guy plays for my team because I can see his oh, man. in and night out. Because, <laughs> man, like – like for those of you who hate LeBron, honestly, like just take a step back and realize that in a couple of years he probably won't be in the league anymore, and you won't be able to watch this play on a nightly basis. Man, that's crazy. Like I'm Team Kobe all the way. Anybody who's known me knows I'm Team Kobe all the way, and always will be. And I know, that, I know there used to be this whole thing like, oh, you can't like LeBron and Kobe. You gotta like one or the other, like Ronaldo or Messi. Like that's that's just BS, man. Like they're both great. Both are getting to be appreciated. Like it's just crazy, and we're so fortunate to have both of them, like, play for our franchise, you know what I mean? Honestly, actually, it's funny. If you look at, like, the top, in my opinion, we're going to get on a little, a little tangent, but top five players of all time, no order. 
LeBron, Kobe, Jordan, Magic, Kareem, four of those five players are Lakers. Like, man, God bless them. God bless the Lakers. Like, but anyway, back to LeBron. Man's 36 years old, all right? He actually, ha- it's his 18th season, but he actually has about 21 years of NBA basketball on his body due to his playoff career, okay? 21 years of NBA basketball. He just came off the shortest offseason, not in the history of the NBA, in the history of professional sports, okay? And I, I, I talk about, like, I talked about a short offseason for Jokic, but this is the shortest offseason ever, right? Technically shorter than the Heat because they had a day less, right? But this is the shortest offseason ever. And I always say this, this type of ability is availability. This man's played every game, right? Like John just said, this man's played every game. Like, and unlike Kawhi and Embiid, LeBron's actually earned the right to sit out a couple of games, especially due to his age, due to the record off, the record short off season. Yet he still hasn't missed a game. Like, if he sat out, it actually wouldn't be that bad because man. he's thirty six. He's got twenty <laughs> of miles on his body. He had the shortest off season in the history, but he's playing every game. I mean, this guy just keeps on giving, right? And 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 we need to talk about how this guy transitioned his game from just a slasher coming in every time to a sharpshooter. Like, it's crazy. He shoot, he's shooting 41% from the field, 41% from three, and 49% of the field. Like, if you want to know for, for reference, the exact number is 40.9, okay? This season, Steph Curry shooting 40.8, right? So a little less, but virtually the same thing. But that's what I'm trying to tell you, right? Like, he is shooting actually more than Stephen Curry, who's the greatest shooter of all time. Right. So like, how, how crazy is that? Like when back in like 2007 and 2010, I used to, I actually used to say like, man, LeBron's game won't last that long because he doesn't know how to shoot. He just drives. He's not going to be able to be like 33, 34 years old and driving and not being able to shoot. Cause then what's going to happen to his body. Right. But like he, he understood that and he adapted his game. Right. Like now he's a, he's a sharpshooter, man. He's shooting higher than Steph Curry this season. It's crazy. Right. So, so it seems like when he gets older and you think he's going to slow down, he just finds something new to add to his arsenal. Like it's crazy, man. And, and I mean, he's got the Lakers sitting, I think they're second in the West now, but it could be third. I'm not sure. Cause like I said, everything kind of, it, it fluctuates because of a uh, uh, game's play. Like the Clippers are playing right now. Right. So I think if the Clippers lose then the Lakers get second, so it's all like, it's all sorts of stuff. Like it's, it switches, but, but anyway, got him top of the West, like near the top. Right. And, and when you look at it holistically, He's the most valuable player in the NBA. It's extremely close with, with Jokic. Like I said, we got some great competition for the remainder of the season. I think he should have won it last year, which we kind of said. There's a couple of MVPs he deserved that he didn't get. Um, but to be honest with you, and this is the sad truth, I don't think he'll win it. I don't think he's going to win it because we know the media and the NBA hate the Lakers. They hate the Lakers. So they're not going to give it to him. But damn it, he deserves it. He Man. deserves it. Like, and if, and if Jokic wins, look, I wouldn't even be mad. Like, Jokic is doing his thing. He deserves it, man. He really does. But, 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 like, I think, I just think LeBron deserves it more. But the reality is the media just hits the Lakers. And unfortunately, it's the media who votes for them. It's garbage. It's an outdated system that needs to be changed. But that's, this isn't the time or place to change that. But, man, clutch talk awards. LeBron's an MVP and it's not even close, man. Sorry, I don't mean it like that. Like, I'm saying, obviously, it's close for Jokic. I'm not saying it's not even close. But what I'm trying to say is it's like his resume is just like it's unbelievable. You know, nah, it's bro, crazy. you're right. It's not even close, bro. You're right. You're absolutely it's, right, bro. It's, it's crazy, man. That man, it's LeBron. Crazy, man. Oof, man. Talk to me. Man. I know you got LeBron number one for us. But I hey, no, just, I, just going off what you said, man, I could give you guys numbers. I could give you guys narratives. But guess what? This man has been putting up the same numbers 
every single year. His team is always top two in the league every Man. single year, bro. Nothing changes. And Brad Stevens says it best, bro. The NBA just got bored. They just got bored of him dominating the league, bro. So they're like, we got to get more faces out in the NBA. So they're going to give MVP to Giannis, Westbrook, Harden. It happens, bro. Well, this man's averaging 25, 8, and 8, just cruise control. He's not even trying this season. That's the crazy yeah. thing. He's having – this is the career low in minutes he's played in his whole career. I think it's like 33 minutes, and he's putting up these numbers. He's just coasting right now, man. And unfortunately, I agree with you. I don't think he's going to win the MVP this year just because – the media just hates LeBron, but we all know he deserves it, man. Yeah. This man has deserved it for the past how, how many years has he been in the league? 18? He's deserved for 18 years. I'll put it on. 18 there, years. For he real. For season years, man. It's, it's crazy, man. Because even even the games, like, I, I know this season he hasn't missed a game, but last season, like, the games that he missed, man, you just see the drop off with the Lakers, man. Like, the energy, the getting the offense set together, man. He makes the Lakers go. I don't know what's it about, what it is about him, bro. He has just a special, special talent, man, where he just makes his players feel like they're all-stars. Yeah. And they play like all-stars every single time. And not many players have that capability. Like, I would say Jokic is one of those rare few that have that power where it's like, I make you feel like an all-star, man. Like, I'm going to put you guys in a position where you guys can get buckets. And I got you, man. It's crazy, man. Fine wine is the best way to put it, man. Better with age, bro. Better with yes, age. Le- wow, LeBron, he, 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 he got, he has players. He revives players' careers, man. He revived Dwight Howard's career, Rondo's career. Y'all, seen, revived... Rondo in, y'all seen Rondo in Atlanta? It's not looking good. It's not the same. It's, it's his basketball IQ is so high to the point where pe- players just feed off of that. They're all like, we trust him on the court to put us in positions to be better. Like, they don't even need to do much, man. It's crazy. It's the crazy how much impact he has, man. I can't even put into words. It's ridiculous. I feel you. I feel you 100%. (laughs) When I watch LeBron, I just sit there in awe sometimes. I'm not going to lie to you. It's ridiculous, man. The things that he sees on the floor, man. I mean, like, I, I don't know if you guys have heard it, bro, but this man, like, lives in the film room. And I could tell, by the way, like, he plays, he lives in the film room, man. He really, he just makes the Lakers go, man. And I'm, as a Laker fan, man, all I could just, Sit back and enjoy the show. That's all I can do. Yeah, no, exactly. I, I, I'm with you, man. Like, I, I honestly, I, I've been lucky enough to be able to go to a couple of games, like see him live. Mm-hmm. Man, it's crazy. It's crazy. Just like the way he sees the fuckers actually when you're live, you can actually see it. In it's, it's crazy. Like, man, this guy, like the way he thinks about the game is just crazy. The way he's he's out there, the plays he makes, just everything. It's just, it's insane. Look, I've got to, like, I'm really, like, I got to see, my favorite player of all time is Kobe. I got to see Kobe live. I got to see LeBron live, and it's just – it's crazy. I can see AD, baby goat. I got to see <laughs> baby goat AD live. Like, it's – like, it's just – It's crazy. It's crazy to look at. And, and honestly, like, man, I actually went – so I went to the game that um, he passed Jordan in points. So it was actually against oh, the Nuggets. Nice. Like, it, was, uh, it was against the Nuggets. So I got to see uh, Jokic. Jokic was, was like two years ago. So it was a little bit different, you know, with Jokic being like, he was like twenty three at the time. Yeah, he wasn't the Jokic of today, but he was still very good already and known as a top talent in the league. But but it's crazy to see. It was real interesting to see because I think that a lot of players when they play against LeBron, they play in awe, just like we are in watching. They play in awe. So it's just it's crazy. You know, I mean, imagine like players like that, like Luca, that are like twenty twenty one. Like as long as they remember basketball, LeBron's been in the league, right? Mm-hmm. So like. So, I mean, soon, like, he, he might be able to play with his son. 
Like that's it, the goal. I don't think he's yeah. retired until then. That's the goal yeah, for him. Probably. I, th- I think he's probably like I think his deal with the Lakers ends when his son could potentially get drafted. So yep. I, what, what he's probably going to do is just wherever his son gets drafted, sign a one-year contract there, play a I, year with his son, and then you know peace out. That's that's my guess, but. Honestly, the way he's playing, man, I think at this point, like, we've seen greats go on, like, father time beats them. Like, let's be real. Like, they're declining in age. I think LeBron's going to be one of those few players that's going to walk away in his technically prime. Yeah, he's gonna walk that's Tom Brady. That's what Tom Brady's doing right now. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's no. ridiculous. It's crazy. You know, it's crazy for sure. And honestly, though, like, I, I don't – I don't. So I, I'm be, be straight up. Like, I don't watch – many much college hoops, let alone high school hoops. So I got no idea how nice Bronny is. But I'm here and he's 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 good, but he's not amazing. Like he might be a second round pick. Bro, if he's a second round that, that's what I'm hearing. Again, I don't know any of no, that. No, it's it's crazy. No, I like I agree with you. Is he is he is he is he hella nice? Or like it's just um he's, he's a freshman. Him. I follow high school and college a lot. So he's a freshman. Um I think he's a sophomore this year, but like you see, the skill set is there, but as again, he's a kid. Like you yeah. can't evaluate. It's hard to tell when like he's like fifteen years old. Yeah, no, I know. But, but, oh. but what I, what I was thinking is like, man, like if if he's a second round pick, I bet you LeBron's gonna be like, yo, uh, Genie Bus, you better be picking this kid up in the second round because they know he's not gonna and, be a second though. Like you know I think I think the NBA knows that wherever Bronny's going, that's where LeBron's gonna go. So whoever yeah. drafts Bronny is like drafting two players at once. <laughs> exactly. So I think I think he's gonna go pretty high, unfortunately, which yeah. kind of sucks for him because it's not gonna be about him. But it is. But what yeah, it is. that's true. Well, I, I think I think I think also with Bronny though, like he has like a, not the goatness, but he definitely has like that greatness in his genes, and he's been like training with his dad at a young age. So like all that. So like if there's gonna be an age that he's just gonna. Boom! Like he's just gonna take a ridiculous when his body. Exactly. When his he's body gonna take a ridiculous jump. Body, exactly. When he, when he hits that like puberty, his junior year, oh he God. might be crazy. <laughs> well, I mean, we're, we're gonna have to see, but man, like I, I genuinely think like a player like Brownie's gonna have no excuse not to be solid because he's got every Absolutely. resource available in the world, Absolutely. not just money wise. Like r- rich people have all the resources, but like. Rich and LeBron's son, like this man could just get, <laughs> you, you hit up anybody to train him. Like remember, remember Shaq's son was training with Kobe, right? Like yeah. that's not just because he's rich; that's because he's Shaq's son, right? So like, so he's be like, he's got the money, he's got the connections, he got every resource to be a superstar. So man, it's gonna be exciting to see what he's gonna do. And let's see, man, let's see if he ends up falling to the Lakers or not. He's gonna be a clutch client, though. I'll tell you that. So, <laughs> Clutch and the Lakers are real tight, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> definitely, definitely. But there, uh, there you have it, everybody. That is our top five MVP candidates, man. Faraz, man, we're very, very happy to have you on, bro. You were a great guest, man. You were a great Thanks guest. Thanks for having me, man. I had a blast, yeah, that was man. solid. It was blast. a lot of fun to do that one. So, 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 what's up? Do you got you guys have any any last words, Faraz? You got any last words for the fans? Go, James. Uh, let me <laughs> let me think, man. Uh, all right, bro. I'm put out there. I'm put out Lakers 76 as I say in the finals. Um, I love the NBA, man. I love what y'all do, man. Y'all doing a great job, bro. Thanks for having me. Appreciate and it. And I, I can't wait to see what else you guys have in stock, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to your next couple episodes, guys. Thanks for having me, man. Appreciate that. Junior, you got anything last to say? I, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a repeat for I said, and I'm gonna say Lakers in the final. I don't know if it's against the Sixers, but it doesn't matter. Lakers are winning. <laughs> Put anybody in the final. You can put the Harlem Globetrotters. You can put anybody <laughs> in the finals. This Lakers going to win the title. Exactly, Put it on man. wax. Put it on wax. 
I said, <laughs> I said it last year, man. I, before Lakers did anything, I said it all last year. I got so much heat, and it was just so sweet when they won. Yeah. Like, oh man, put it on wax. Lakers to win the title. Man. Exactly, man. I, I I got the same thing. I got I got Lakers back to back, man. So 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 that's it, y'all. Thank y'all very much uh, for tuning in. As always, y'all. I'm I'm go follow the Instagrams. I, I'm gonna put Faraz's Instagram right here, right there in his bubble. Y'all go ahead and follow that. I'm put Junior's Instagram right there, right in the bubble, and I'm a. I'm going to go ahead and put the Clutch Talk Instagram right here. So y'all go ahead and follow the Clutch Talk Instagram. That's where we drop updates for the episodes. That's where we drop NBA polls and all of that, man, interactive polls. So y'all go ahead and, you go ahead and do that, man. And, 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 and you know what? Have, have, have a fun time watching LeBron. Stop hating on LeBron, y'all. Stop <laughs> hating on LeBron. Just appreciate his greatness. You know what I'm saying? Before he gone. And then, and then you know what I'm saying? It's RIP Kobe, man, because – yeah, a lot of people was hating on him and couldn't even get to see that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So just appreciate the greatness while he's here, man. Let's stop hating. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, before we head out, man, I just want to say one thing, man. In 2021, man, who would have thought that two big men would be top three in the MVP race, man? Shout out to Embiid and Jokic, bro. Bringing yes, back the big really? men. <laughs> hey, I actually, I thought it was dope how we all had the same top five, by the way. That's real Absolutely. dope. Absolutely. Like, I was thinking that there's a lot of stuff. Like You could you could have put Dame in there. You could have put Paul George in there. You, I mean, you know, uh, AD is top 10 in MVP right now. Like, I think so. Wise, he is yeah. top 10. He's not playing like top five, but he's definitely top 10. So, you know, you could have made an argument. You could have put Steph Curry in there. He's been nice. Steph like, Curry has been very good. So, very, so it's very, very just, good. it's just so crazy, but it's cool how we all have the same top five. Real, hey, real quick, y'all. Can, 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 can you think we can come up with a collective top five real quick? All right. So, let, so who, who, who you think we got? I guess I def- the next five. No, no, no. Like, if we could, if we could agree on on a top five. We, we know LeBron won. All right, LeBron won. All right. Uh, um, I mean, I mean, I think Embiid and Jokic are flippable, man. Two yeah. or three, it's, okay. it's really it's flippable. So, it's okay. Whatever you guys want to put there, Junior. Junior, Junior, I'm not gonna. You're you're the odd man out. So I respect it. I respect it. I, you're Embiid's the odd man out. So Embiid, Embiid two, Jokic three, yeah. and, and then, then and then who we got right, at four? Because I'm the odd man out. KD, it's gonna be KD at four. Kawhi at five. Okay. Majority on that one. Okay, okay, okay. Definitely. That's that's my top five right now. Absolutely. And THT at six. Watch that boy. (laughs) (laughs) Caruso at seven. KCP at eight. Kuz at nine. Oh, I forgot AD. 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 I love it. Put AD at number two. <laughs> Definitely, man. So, so, so that that's it, y'all. We out here, y'all. Thank, thank you very much for coming on, and y'all stay tuned for more episodes in the future, Appreciate y'all. It. We had sure. y'all clutch talk out, man. Peace.